0: it's the sean Pittman show together we can change the world make a better future for our boys and girls the sean Pittman show providing information that we need to know giving us the power that we need to stand positioning ourselves to lend a help hey so let's go let's go let's go to a place Shelves, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here's your host, Sean Pittman. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Sean Pittman Show. Uh, man, uh, I know y'all noticed that that uh, we got some new residents in town <laughs> this past week. That's just the legislators and all those uh, folks who are affiliated with, uh, well, with legislative session because it began on last Tuesday and man what a week man they were already on the floor voting on bills which might sound like um, what they're supposed to do (laughs) because it is but you know they don't usually they don't usually start on big stuff uh, this early but they did and uh, they're in town and they're here to do their work we actually have some great legislators that represent us up there, y'all. Y'all know some of them. Um, uh, Senator uh, Loran Osley. Y'all know that uh, she's up in the Senate. And um, Representative Ramon Alexander. Y'all know him, right? Well, you do. And he's with us today. Ramon, Representative uh, Alexander, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great, Sean. Great to be with you.
0: Well, listen, man, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, this session, this is uh, this is a session unlike any we've seen before so far. And I say that because you guys have been doing committee meetings since January. So y'all been busy, but the technical session started this past week. Uh, do you see the people's business moving forward effectively, even though we are in the middle of a pandemic and, well... We'll talk about it in a minute, but access is a little different. Do you think that uh, the business is being done?
1: I think that a lot of distractions have been put in place to lose focus on what our true priority should be, and that's the health and well-being of the people of the state of Florida. Uh, The the lines have been drawn, Don, and unfortunately, uh, the the past uh, federal elections have set the temperature uh, for many of the activities that are taking place in border And we're going to have a, a very challenging session. And what we have to do is make sure that we focus on attacking issues and not attacking people and not being distracted by uh, propaganda, but being focused on delivering uh, resources and support for people that are struggling during this global pandemic.
0: Well, and you're so right, Representative, that this, you know, the focus on this global pandemic has to be there and certainly in the right way. And, you know, I don't know that people realize it now, but the capital's closed pretty much. Um, People aren't really able to access you guys like we usually can. And you guys have, you know, you got them over at the Civic Center talking into screens and into cameras in order to talk to a committee is it's just different man it's just really different do you but, but sean yeah but
1: sean on top of on top of that we have all these procedures and mechanisms in place but then we want to pass legislation that allows businesses not to protect their employees and, and it protect the individuals actually coming inside of the business and so there are a lot of uh, contradictory things that are out there and uh, we have to make sure we hold fast and hold them accountable for the things they're doing
0: well representative you've already been in the news here as it relates to well i don't even know what to call it but you took issue in a committee meeting not long ago when there was a bill being introduced and you took issue as it relates to uh well the kkk and I, I read about it. I saw the video. Tell us what that was about, man.
1: Well, once again, it's another one of those those distraction tools. And, you know, the lines have been drawn. And what has happened is individuals have this, uh, made the decision to paint everything with a broad brush and to make everything political. And instead of focusing on people, um, there's this... This construct that uh, someone is against us or the opposition or uh, these people are trying to take away our rights or these folks are trying to take our country. Uh, and, and these same tools are being utilized to mobilize a base of individuals to support policies that are actually contradictory to their own realities. And so uh, this particular uh, bill, uh, Sean, was centered around um, obligating state universities to allow uh, white supremacist groups and, and radical groups like Proud Boys uh, to come on to university campuses. Uh, and uh, there was a uh, individual that uh, expressed himself saying that uh, that uh, the KKK, Proud Boys, the communists, the socialists, uh, they all should have the right uh, to come on the campus of Florida Indian University. And if I have a problem with it, I should just walk away. and And, and those type of things we You know, I have a high tolerance for for B.S., but those are the type of things that we cannot tolerate. And we have to hold them accountable to understand that white supremacy is not okay, um, Racism and hatred and structural racism and blatant bigotry is not okay, And that we are American citizens as well. And we have the right uh, to safety and the right to educating ourselves in a safe environment. As we pursue our educational pursuits And so it was centered around that But once again it's one of those wedge issues Used to distract us from the bigger picture And they're really really good at that
0: Well you seem to just decide that day You need to make a principal point And um, and, and I guess You know listen you're the legislator We aren't uh, I, But I could feel uh, your pain And your frustration that day uh, And well, so I, no, I, I understood what you were that that you you absolutely felt like, uh, I mean, look, you were speaking for a lot of people that day.
1: Well, Sean, you're right, and, and people are sick and tired of the of the drama and the chaos. This is why people are so turned up by politics. Uh, they're they're tired of the of uh, the the partisanship. They're tired of the bickering. Uh, they just want to uh, have uh, clean water to drink. They want to have good health care. Uh, they want to make sure that their children can go to school and have safe schools to go to. Uh, and they're just, they just want basic things. They want dignity. They want respect. And so when we take these things and we, and we turn it all into politics, it really turns people off and they lose trust in the process that we aren't doing the things that we need to do to fight for their long-term best interests. And that's what I'm in the legislature to do, to fight for people who don't have a voice for themselves to fight for people, to give them hope that they can uh, fulfill their dreams regardless of what their situation and regardless of what their circumstance may
0: be. Well, if someone listened to the speeches given on the first day of session, it seemed, I mean, there were some good speeches. It seemed like uh, the leaders of of the state want to make bipartisan efforts. Uh, With a smaller Democratic caucus this year, do you you believe that uh, bipartisanship will be in y'all's future?
1: You know, I believe that there are key issues the board that we will be able to work on i believe that there are some reasonable uh, members of the legislature uh, that uh, want to take a serious deep dive uh, on uh, core issues and so yes there's space for that i've worked in a very bipartisan way and, and what i'm speaking to is more of the extremities uh, of, 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 of both sides and, and when, you, when you look at it sean you know when you drive down the road if you drive too far to the left, you end up in the gutter. That's right. If you drive too far to the right, you end up in the gutter, and you get gutter politics. And we, and we got to stay out the gutter because people are facing issues every single day. So I do believe there, there is room in regards to criminal justice reform. I believe there's, there is room in regards to our environment. I believe there is room in regards to making reforms and higher education policies. And I think serious people willing to have serious conversations that aren't focused on soundbite in the next tweet to get a following, there is room in that regard to make those improvements. And I'm excited about having those conversations and participating in that process.
0: Well, you know, you always, there are, there are always some surprises that happen in session from time to time. I will say this last week, this, the, the COVID fraud bill, man, I, I, I found that to be an interesting bill. And I hadn't read the whole bill, uh, Ramon. I don't know where you were, where you voted on with that bill. Now, that's the bill that would stop people from pretending they got PPE things to sell and they don't stop people from selling fake vaccinations and and, and I guess they made these things criminal, right? I mean, did that bill surprise you? I mean, how were you on that?
1: I think that that bill uh, was, uh, was a very pragmatic, straightforward bill and went through very fast, Sean, and, and received unanimous support from the entire Florida of the House of Representatives.
0: Okay, so what about? Is there anything that's gonna that you think will surprise you? I know you got the sales tax, the internet sales tax issue that has come before. Uh, the legislature and and I don't know if people know that 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 people aren't paying taxes over the internet right now in Florida. And what are we missing out on two hundred and fifty to four hundred million dollars? Um, you think that bill would that surprise you if that became law this year?
1: You know, it would not surprise me. But I'm really interested to see Sean how the policy perspectives of the House compared to the policy perspectives of the Senate will be leveraged as we move through the budget process. And I think that many of these pieces are being put in place as negotiation tools and not end result policy mechanisms that will actually become law. And so it's going to be, you know, a lot of these bills that come, come to fruition, they take two or three to four years to move down, uh, the, uh, down the line to actually become law. And so I think these conversations are being had Uh, Unfortunately, things like HB1, which is a terrible bill, um, uh, which uh, really um, impedes on people's constitutional rights uh, to express themselves in a peaceful manner, are serving as distractions in the process, along with us having a $2.75 billion budget deficit. And of course, we're going to have new numbers uh, based off of the March uh, estimating conference, uh, and how we utilize federal dollars that come down. Will this be politicized by the by the current administration in regards to how we allocate those funds to stop the bleeding? You know, the people of Florida, shine. they have paid enough. Now, they have suffered enough. And we have to do every single thing possible to create a sense of normalcy. And cutting our way through it, and, and, and creating more uh, pain and more suffering, in my opinion, is not the way of going about doing it. So um, I think all of those things and all of those policies will be used as as measuring and discussion point uh, to determine the outcomes of what happens with the bills this upcoming decade.
0: Well, I got to tell you, you've been I guess what you've been doing this for four years now, uh, Representative.
1: Yes, I'm in my
0: fifth session okay and and look man you you're a fighter you've been up there fighting and swinging and i I, I was like man did he box did he box in college because man you with people know that the one person you don't want to get fired up up there is Ramon Alexander <laughs> and when you get fired up man people just start bracing themselves like where the popcorn can i get some popcorn cuz uh Ramon got his hand up something about to happen <laughs> and man i well, got to you know, tell you go ahead i'm sorry
1: <laughs> well you know not, and, and you know i don't talk a lot but you know and i try to re- remain as reserved as possible and 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 really work in in and and i'm not one to paint broad brushes you know, just because you're a Republican or a Democrat, it's not about the, the R's. It's about people. It's about what is your intent? What is, what is your value set and what can we work on together to address those issues? And so uh, I think the members uh, across the, 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 the process know that I'm coming from a genuine and sincere place and, and people are hurting and they're struggling. And I think that passion has to resonate so that people understand that we have an obligation, a charge to keep
0: well, you know what I joke about your passion, but it's it's part of what most of us like about you, right? Love about you, and uh, and I th- and you know what I can validate what you're saying that the leadership respects the fact that you're not gimmicky. Um, you don't speak when just to be heard. You don't speak because you want to be on the news that night. Uh, you you show up when the issues are important and you are speaking for a lot of people. I don't want to leave the show uh, without you talking about what you are proposing this year. Uh, Many of your constituents are are earshot of us right now. And and listeners, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Representative Ramon Alexander, our representative uh, from this area. And um, Ramon, tell us some of the things you are working on uh, and you hope to accomplish this session?
1: Well, well, that's a great question, Sean. And, you know, for me, it's all about uh, leveling the playing field and making sure that in our region that we have access to the necessary infrastructure and, and resources to support building our economy out. When you look at North Florida, especially many of our rural areas, Sean, we've been decimated by, by hurricanes, uh, by a changing economy. And so it's paramount that, specifically in Gadsden County, that we continue to advocate for increased funding uh, for infrastructure, for utilities, uh, for a a wide range of things that will make it promising promising for businesses to want to come to Gadsden County. I think along with that, we continue to advocate uh, for criminal justice reform. You know, uh, the the lines have been drawn in regards to uh, who's pro this and who's pro that. And we have to make sure that we are painting a picture uh, that we wanna make sure that yes, we have accountability in law enforcement, but we also wanna make sure that we're putting resources in place in regards to mental health. Uh, when you look at adverse childhood experiences, Sean, and so many people that are going through the process and getting caught up in the Baker Act system. We have to come up with measures and ways to get people the critical support they need. And when you look at uh, the current state of public education uh, uh, in the state of Florida, and we continue to game the system and we continue to have circumstances where our public schools are not getting the resources and the support that they need. And across the board, our environment. You know, I'm currently serving as the ranking member of the Environment and Agriculture Committee. uh, Committee. And, And I'm excited about serving on that committee because when you look at environmental racism, When you look at many of the broad spectrums and the quality of our drinking water, uh, these things are all critically important to us. And also, you know, in regards to the hemp industry, you know, we have to find ways to uh, create new jobs and innovations uh, throughout the region. And so there'll be a lot of things I'll be working on. I will once again continue to take on the higher education policies uh, that have metrics in place that are unfair. uh, And I also will continue to fight for our state workers. Uh, I'll continue to fight for uh, our communities uh, that are underserved, and I will make sure that we have a seat at the table in regards to resources, resources that are being allocated uh, to uh, the pandemic. Uh, so that our communities are protected and we're able to move forward and get back to a sense of normalcy. I knew that was a mouthful. That was a
0: lot. That was a lot.
1: Those are all things that I have my hands on and I'm extremely, very actively engaged with.
0: Well, that was a lot, but that's why we send you up there, right? We know that uh, you, you have a a huge um uh, ability to work on vast amount of, of projects and, and and the way we say it in the hood you can you can uh walk and chew gum at the same time so
1: and, and, so I, and I don't know how much time we have can, can i say one last thing absolutely please yeah and, and i want to tell you man when, when you're focused you can get a lot of you can get a lot done up here it's not about being a democrat it's not about being a republican it's about being prepared in our first four years we've been able to increase the felony threshold in the state of florida for the first time since 1986. We've been able to stop um, the Florida Highway Patrol Academy in Gaston County being moved from Gaston County to Polk County. We've been able to secure hundreds of millions of dollars in Gaston County and throughout Leon County. We were able to pass a bill to ensure that FAMU could receive $125 million uh, in HBCU financing dollars, which is a huge impact on Florida University. And we also were able to secure the single largest PICO allocation at Florida A&M Diversity in the history of the institution to complete uh, a, a building called the CAF building. And those are just the name of few. So, uh, you know, I don't want to waste my time. I, I take uh, what I work on extremely seriously. And I appreciate individuals like you, Sean, for uh, being a, a true guide and, and mentor and supporter of all these efforts so that we can really make an impact and improve the quality of life for people.
0: Well, I'm glad you mentioned those things, man, because, look, all we've been talking about all week is, fam, you getting a deal with Nike. And you just brought up things oh, yes that sir? were <laughs> that were incredibly significant, even more. Uh, so I'm glad you mentioned those things, man. And you know what I failed to do also is when we were talking about your delegation, I, I didn't mention uh, Representative Scholf. And I didn't mention uh, Representative Tant, Allison Tant, yeah. both new members uh, of the delegation. Ramon, how, how, how are they doing? How's Representative Tant doing as a new member, a uh, part of your delegation?
1: She is doing great. Uh, she is ready to take the gloves off already. Um, a very impressive individual. Uh, I've had the opportunity to work with Representative Show on several issues behind the scenes, and we work extremely well together. It's, it's the unknown that people don't see that really makes the difference in this process. And it's all about relationships. And I'm uh, looking forward to watching uh, Representative Show grow in leadership roles in the legislature. So he's able to really bring home significant resources and dollars to our region. And really excited about working with Senator Audley and Representative Tant as well in their roles. They're good, sincere, genuine people. And I'm excited about the future.
0: Well, i tell you what, we're really, really happy um, that you came on the show today. Uh, you taught us some things we did not know. Uh, I, I tell you, I, I know you guys are going through a lot up there with adjusting to COVID. We think about how hard it is for us out here not being able to access you guys, not being able to come in the Capitol the way we have in the past. But you know what? It's its hurting you guys, too, because it's the reverse. You're not Able to access your constituency the way you need to. Correct. You're not able uh, to to have those reinforcements and that education come into your office uh, to 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 sort of help you legislate. So I know you guys are going through a lot, man. So we don't mean to be selfish about that, but but you know what, Rep? I think we'll all get through it, and I think we'll be better off for it.
1: Right, and Sean. You know, I wrote something down. It's kind of my mantra for this session. And that is, don't let the unexpected distract me or distract us from having a seat at the table and addressing the unexpected. Because there's going to be a lot of expected in this session that can can easily distract us, those those bomb-throwing-type issues that divide us. But if we allow the expected to distract us from the unexpected, there's going to be a lot of opportunity we're going to miss out on to help a whole lot of people. So that's my focus this session. I'm taking that role very seriously. And because if we're not at the table for the unexpected, then we're going to be on the menu and we do not want to be on the menu. Too many people have suffered, too many people have struggled, and it's our responsibility to stand up so that we can move forward and move our communities forward to the best of our ability
0: amen amen i don't know if you sound like a, a preacher or a congressman i don't know but i'll take either no, one no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'll take either one brother hey listen thank you for coming on the show today give your family our regards and and good luck good luck this session man thanks john i'll
1: talk to you later
0: okay, okay. listen stay with us for just a few minutes we'll be back with the pitman point right after this Listening to the Sean Pittman Show. It's time for Pittman's Point. Welcome back to the Sean Pittman Show, and we certainly want to thank Representative Ramon Alexander for taking the time, y'all, uh, to give us uh, some insight in this year's Florida Legislative Session. Uh, y'all, y'all pray for all of them. They got a big job to do and a tough time to do it. And let's do our part, y'all. Let's call them. Let's send them notes. Let's email them. And 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 it doesn't have to always be something bad or something we need. You know, if they do something good, just say thank you. Um, thank you, Representative Alexander. Thank you, Representative Tant. Thank you, Speaker Sprouse. Whoever, guys, let's just say thank you when it's necessary. But now, you don't have to thank me, but it's time for the Pittman Point. March is here, and that means it's Women's History Month. All month long, y'all, all month long, we will honor and celebrate the achievement and struggles of American women uh, and what they have endured in the United States. Women's History Month is a time to lift up the special women in our lives, the special women that we know and we honor, and show them how much they mean to us. So the Pitman Point today is this, To all women in our lives, our wives, our mothers, our sisters, aunts, cousins, neighbors and friends, thank you for all that you do for us. Our nation wouldn't be where it is today without the significant impacts of women. As we said during Black History Month, we've come a long way, but we have a long, 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 long way still to go. It's Women's History Month. And as a man surrounded by smart, brilliant, intelligent, and beautiful women in my family, it's a special time for all of us. So call the women in your life and tell them, thank you. They deserve to hear it. This has been the Sean Pittman Show. We'll see you in seven.